If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, 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 hello. It's a brand new day, everybody. Hello, and welcome to this wonderful, wonderful Wednesday. I call it TKO Wednesday. Uh, right now, this is the virtual Bible study, a part of the, lead- the Leadership TKO station. So welcome, welcome. Once again, it's the virtual Bible study, a part of the Leadership TKO station, and I welcome you. We're live right now on the Facebook timeline. We're also live on Spreaker, connected to iHeartRadio which is connected to so many of you located around the world. So not just in the USA, but there are many of you located abroad in other countries. And so we thank you so much for tuning in to the virtual Bible study. Now, remember the virtual Bible study, the whole point and the whole purpose of it is really to provide spiritual development for leaders. That's what we're here to do. And so as you're here, as we are live right now, it's 8.33 a.m., as we're live, there are a couple of ways in which you can engage. Number one, okay, number one, you can definitely like or love the episode. So you can hit the thumbs up on Facebook, or you can hit the heart on Spreaker right next to the title of the episode, or right there on Facebook, you can hit the heart as well. But it's spiritual development for leaders. So we encourage each and every one of you to consider your spiritual part or spiritual side of yourself, because it's important. It's a part of who we are. And so I do not want to say that you have to stop doing what you're doing, um, things that you do to strengthen yourself spiritually. So if you have like that one-on-one time with God, continue to do that. If you go to other Bible studies locally, if you uh, go to choir rehearsals and other type of spiritual disciplines, please continue to do that if you feel led to doing that. This is something whereby you can jumpstart your day every single day in the word of God to understand his will for your life as a leader, okay, as a leader. Uh, Now, please note that we do not have virtual Bible studies on Sundays. That's the only day that we don't have it scheduled in. Now, there are moments, can I just be honest with you, there are moments uh, where the schedule does not permit, okay, it does not permit uh, for us to be able to have a live virtual Bible study. So that, if that's the case, Uh, Just please note that we'll take care of it. We'll mention it the next time we come on. Or if we have the opportunity, we'll talk about that and mention it on the blog for the station because virtual Bible study is a part of the station as well. It's leadershiptkostation.com. That's the website address uh, where you can find updates, any changes that are going to be made manifest. Visit leadershiptkostation.com. So welcome to each and every one of you here. 
Now, how does it work? You might be asking yourself, how does the right virtual Bible study work? Well, we're in the New Testament. Today, we're going to be reading Romans chapter 8, verses 18 through 39. And I'm going to get, I'm going to start giving you a heads up, and you probably would know anyway as far as what to kind of begin studying so that when we come on to that next morning, you'll be ready and prepared. But we're going to read 18 through 39 of Romans chapter 8. After we read that, we're going to summarize, do a kind of brief summary of what we've read. And then we're going to talk about how to apply what we've read to our lives. Like, what does this mean for us today as leaders? And so welcome. Now, as you're listening in, I encourage you to go ahead, hit the share button. Share this on your timeline, in a group, on a fan page. We want other people to hear the good news of Jesus and understand God's will for their lives as well. So hit the share button to be a blessing. All right. So thank you so much once again. And let's go ahead and begin this and open it up with prayer. And then we're going to dive into reading. So Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for this day, first and foremost, God. For you've created this day, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we understand that there are some who may not even have made it today and and woken up today, God, but you saw it by your grace and mercies to allow us to be here. And we say thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so very much for allowing us to be here one more time. We know that there's more, there's purpose that still needs to be fulfilled. And we thank you. We thank you for the activity of our arms and our feet and our legs. And we thank you for all these things to be able to see, to taste, to touch, to smell. Thank you. The ability to think clearly, the ability to come and and be connected to social media and to be able to engage with other believers, even through the Internet. And so in this moment, God, we glorify you because you're king of kings and you're Lord of lords. You're the great I am. The I am who I say I am. That's who you are. And we give you praise. You're the great physician, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God who heals thee. And we say thank you so much for healing us and restoring our bodies, restoring our minds, restoring peace in our lives, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Father, we just we just come before you just asking that you would forgive us of anything we've said or done or even thought within ourselves that did not please you. Any way that we've missed the mark or that we've sinned, we ask for your forgiveness, Lord. And as David even asked, we just ask that you would create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within. Make us and mold us to be the women, to be the men you've called us to be. Guide us by your spirit, dear Lord. Help us to do what is right and pleasing in your sight, God. We pray that you would help us to rightly divide the word of truth, that as we read and as we listen to your word, that you will give us understanding, wisdom, and knowledge. Help us, O God, to apply this word to our lives, to share this word with other people. Help us to be a light in this world that we live in and salt upon the very earth. In Jesus' name, bless our children, bless our families, God, but most importantly, help us that we would love you with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and that we would love our neighbors as we do ourselves. We thank you for this moment and ask your will to be done. In Jesus' name, amen and amen, everybody. So thank you so much once again. 
Blessings, blessings, blessings to each and every one of you. We're about to dive right on into the word. Okay, so once again, we're going to be reading Romans chapter 8. Again, Romans chapter 8, verses 18 through 39 is where we're going to be reading, just in case you want to follow along. So definitely go, you know, grab your Bible if you want to grab your Bible. Okay, grab your Bible indeed, indeed, so you can follow along. So let's go ahead and get started. Verse 18, here we go. For I consider, this is Apostle Paul, remember, this is Apostle Paul still speaking to the people of Rome. He says this, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For It says, for the creation was subjected to fertility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope, because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves, grown within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Verse 27, now he who searches the hearts knows the mind of the Spirit is, knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. And whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who, do, he, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him, up for us all how shall he not with him also freely give us all things who shall bring a charge against God's elect it is God who justifies who is he who condemns it is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen who is even at the right hand of God who also makes intercession for us who shall separate us from the love of Christ 
shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen and amen, everybody. That is the conclusion of chapter 8 of the book of Romans. Now, let's just do a little bit of a quick summary as far as what it is that we've read, and then we're going to dive into it just a little bit deeper to really discover how does it apply to our lives today as leaders. So what we first reviewed and actually read was talking about going from suffering to glory, how we move, how we transition as a believer, as a human, how we can move from suffering to glory, right? The transition. And then it also talks about God's everlasting love for each and every person. His love for people, okay? His love for people. So that's what was really talked about here, okay? That's really what was talked about. So, okay, let's take an even deeper look, okay? Let's take an even deeper look. Now, let's delve a little bit deeper to understand a little bit more about what is it saying to us, okay? So, for example, let's go to verse 18, where it talks about this. It says, right, to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Like, what are we talking about here, right? See, this is, this really looks forward to the resurrection of the body. Okay, this is talking about the resurrection of the body and the subsequent complete Christ-likeness, which is the believers, you and I, right? If you're a believer, the believers' eternal glory, eternal glory, okay? It also says, it also says this. This includes everything in the physical, like verse 19, where it talks about um, for the earnest expectation of the creation, of the creation. This includes everything in the physical universe except human beings whom he contrasts with the term, okay? So all creation is personified to be longing for a transformation from the curse, right? And its effects. Now, what curse are we talking about? We're talking about condemnation. Everything is really facing condemnation if it's not aligned with the will of God. If it's not in right standing with the will of God, it's condemned. Okay, and it's really it's really been impacted because of sin, because sin what leads to death. Sin leads to death. Okay, but verse 19 also says something about the revealing. It says it eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. This is the uncovering or the unveiling. So when Christ comes back, when Christ returns, God's people, those of you who are believers, right, will share his glory. Okay, we will share his glory. And then it talks about, for the creation was subjected to fertility. This really refers to the inability to achieve a goal or a purpose. You see, because of 
of sin, right? Because of man's sin, God actually cursed the physical universe. And now no part of creation really entirely fulfills God's original purpose because of that. Remember, you can go back and take a look at it when he talks about the physical universe and and what it specifically said. If you go to Genesis chapter three, all right, Genesis chapter three. And as a matter of fact, I can go there right now. Genesis chapter three, verses 17 through 19. Let's take a look at that. Genesis chapter three. I'm going to take a look at that very, very quickly. Hold on. Let's see if we can get there. Genesis 3, 17 through 19. Let's read that quickly. Here it is, right? When he, when he curses the earth, it says, he says, then to Adam, God says, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you saying, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil, you shall eat of it all the days of your life, but thorns and thistles, it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the herb of the field in the sweat of your face. You shall eat bread till you return to the earth for out of it. You are taken for dust. You are into dust. You shall return. Right. It says to dust. He shall return. So this is the curse that was made and placed upon the earth. Right. Because of sin, because of the action that Adam and Eve, you know, engaged in, of course, Adam heeding the voice of his wife, Eve, and, and, and eating, partaking in that fruit and told him not to eat of it, right? And that's how sin entered the earth, by the way. So let's look at another verse here. Let's look at verse 26, okay, where it says, likewise, likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses, the spirit. So as the creation and believers both, you know, we've grown for ultimate restoration. We're looking for restoration from this curse that has been made in place. The spirit does as well. The spirit is groaning. So just as we may groan and we desire for restoration, the spirit groans as well. This is what it's saying here. Okay. And sometimes what does it say? Uh, furthermore, in verse 26, it says, but the spirit, right, itself makes intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered groanings, which cannot be uttered. What are we, what is it saying here? Right? What is it saying right here? It says divine articulations within the Trinity. Again, divine articulations within the Trinity. That's the father, the son, and the Holy spirit that cannot be expressed in words, but really it, it carries profound appeals for the welfare of every one of us. Okay. Every one of us, every believer. Now, this word of the Holy Spirit parallels the the high priestly work of intercession by the Lord Jesus on behalf of every one of us as believers. Okay, let's look at verse 27 really quickly, where it mentions he who searches the hearts knows the mind of the spirit. I know some people ask, well, does the spirit have a mind? Okay, does the spirit have a mind? Well, what is really saying right here is that no words are necessary because the father understands and agrees with what the spirit thinks. Because remember, the spirit is the very nature, the likeness of the third person of God. Okay. It's the comforter. He who walks alongside the believer, guiding and bringing back the father's word, the word of God to our remembrance. Okay. Remember the Bible talks about how we shall not be left comfortless as a believer. 
And so this is a way of God ensuring or reassuring that he's with us through the Holy Spirit. Okay. All right. So let's look, let's look even more. So let's look at verse 29, where it says, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, right? Being able to go into this, he says that he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren. Now understand, you know, it's not a reference simply to God's omniscience, right? His, his, his omniscience, knowing all things. It's not simply just that. Because that in eternity past, he knew, God knew who would come to Christ. Did you know that? God knew who was going to make a decision to accept Jesus into their hearts. This particular verse, though, it speaks of a predetermined choice to set his love, God's love, on us and establish an intimate relationship, okay, an intimate relationship as a inviolable rule, right? An inviolable rule. So understand, predestined, right? For whom God foreknew, knew ahead of time, knew who was going to be in relationship with, he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. Predestined means to mark out, to appoint, or determine beforehand. So God, so those that God chose, he predestined for his chosen end or in other words, likeness to his son, a likeness to his son, to be conformed to the image of his son. You see, the goal really of God's predestined purpose really is that we as believers will be made like Jesus, to be made like Jesus, to have the likeness, right? This is the prize of the upward call that's really referenced in Philippians chapter 3, 14. The same calling, that prize, of the upward call that's referenced there, this in and of itself is to be made like Jesus, to be to have that mind of Christ, right? But then it says something else in this verse. Okay, it says something else in this verse, talking about the firstborn, the firstborn in verse 29, that we might be the firstborn amongst many brethren, the firstborn. This, the preeminent one, the only one who is the rightful heir. You see, Jesus is the most notable one among those who have become brethren. Okay, he's the most notable one. Okay. But let's understand a little bit more here, a little bit more. I know you're probably thinking, okay, this last part here, verses 31 through 39, it's important to understand this a little bit more. Um, Paul Okay, Paul closes this teaching here about the believer's security in Christ with like a, you know, kind of like he's almost like crescendoing. Okay, he has this crescendo, this list, this multiple number of questions and answers for the concerns that we as readers would have. Okay, the result is an, an almost poetic expression of praise. It almost sounds like that. For God's grace in, in bringing salvation to completion for all who are chosen, okay, and believe. It's almost like a hymn, you know, those old school hymns in church. It's almost like a hymn of security for us, a hymn of security. All right. So understand something. Understand something. Look at verse 35. Let's look at that really quickly. Matter of fact, looking at 35 through 39. 
this is this list of it's really a list of experiences and persons that can't separate the believer from God's love in Christ. Um, now, rather than it being like a personal testimony from one who had personally survived assault and and from entities and emerging tri- emerging triumphant, you see all of these things. You know, things are going to happen in life. But it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter the things that we face because nothing is going to necessarily separate the believer from the love of Christ. What's going to happen, these things ought to bring us to our knees and draw us closer to God. It's not going to pull us away. It's meant to make us stronger. It's meant to draw us closer to him. I remember when I was going through hardship with my health. And I was told by the doctors, you know, that they had this going on, had that going on, had this going on, right? I was told different things. And I, it would just seem all so confusing at the time in my life. And so the only place I was like, I can't trust doctors. Doctors are saying too many things. They're not sure what to do. They're not sure what's correct. But what I do know, I do know someone who knows all things and is correct all of the time. And that was God. And God just drew me closer to him and to consult in him and rely upon him to find out what his report says. And his report said at that time, despite how I was feeling, his report said that I was healed. His report said that I was walking in complete wholeness and wellness and and, and that my body was healed. And so I began to believe that report every single day, believing, believing, believing on the promises of healing and restoration in my body. And, And that's how today the doctors could not find anything, anything, right? Total healing because of faith, because of believing his word. And of course, as he led me to doing different things, but of course, eating better and doing different things, healing manifested, healing manifested. So just know that despite the things that happen in life, business, whatever it may be, God loves you and has the very best for you in mind. He loves you. Man is not perfect. They have their we have the, we have our flaws, we have our hiccups, mistakes happen, but guess what? We love, we heal, we are restored, and we definitely reconnect with God. Ultimately, he wants us to love him and he wants us to love others. And so, I thank you so much for listening in to the virtual Bible study on this morning. It's been an honor and a privilege being able to sow into your lives. Let's go ahead and pray so that we can begin the rest of our day. So, Father in heaven, thank you for the moment you've given us to come together and connect and really delve into your word. Help us to apply this word, to to really share this word with others that we know. Help us to be a blessing to other people as well. And, Lord God, we just pray that you will continue to do a work in us. We thank you for calling us, for choosing us, for choosing us, God. When nobody else chose us, when people may have rejected us, you've chosen us, you've accepted us. And we thank you so very much for that. We do. And so, Father, we just pray that your will be done, that you'll give us the words to say when interacting with other people, that you would bring into our lives new relationships, new connections, and that, Father, whatever we need to detach ourselves from that isn't healthy, that we would do so, that we can continue to fulfill your will in the earth today. And so, God, we thank you and we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.